So, my podcast is about eating disorder culture um, and how diet culture kind of feeds into that. So, right now there are a couple organizations who are working to fight against this, um, specifically with like treatment for eating disorders and stuff like that. Um, so there is, um, I believe it's it's NAD, but the acronym is A N A D, and it its mission statement states that um, it's an org- organization that is to um, trying to relieve suffering by providing support and education to those struggling with eating disorder and body image. Uh, with I'm sorry, with disordered eating and body image. Um, and there are many recovery centers here in Sacramento. Specifically, there is a eating recovery center. Um, so there are some resources if you are currently looking for help. Um, but more specifically, social media fuels this sort of toxic idea that you need to look at a certain way in order to be supposedly beautiful. And even even movements that were created to sort of combat this, the body body positivity to be specific, um, it's somehow they often get twisted and turn into this is the sort of perfect body image and that you, in order to be healthy or in order to be beautiful, you only look, have to look a certain way. And this is simply not true. Um, There are a lot of celebrities who are fighting against this um, and this image um, specifically Lizzo, who is a African-American um, singer-songwriter, musician. Demi Lovato, who is a singer-songwriter, um, musician. Mandy Kim, who is a, I believe, an American um, comedian. And then um, Serena Williams, who is an African-American um athlete and sports star, all these people um, are working currently to kind of uplift the voices of people who are struggling with their body image and to fight against um, diet culture and eating disorder culture and just fat phobia and body shaming in general. there's all celebrities who promote realistic body images, and um, many are survivors uh, sharing their stories. Um, and many have written songs. Lizzo's, Lizzo specifically has written, I know, a lot of songs about body image and body positivity. Um, but she does criticize the um, the body positivity positivity movement. Um, I'm not not sure exactly what she said, but I know in an interview with the New York Times, she said more specifically that um, there is not a lot of representation for um, women of color specifically, because there is sort of this beautiful white Western ideal of what people are meant to look like and how they are meant to sort of what, what their body is supposed to meant look like and what health looks like and how it's really really toxic for especially really for younger women of color um for like 
growing up because you don't see a lot of representation and then you also see people specifically targeting you um, because you're not the white sort of pure supposedly perfect beauty standard like you don't meet that and it's insanely frustrating and I can speak from my experiences um, it it kind of feels like there's a target on your back because you're not as perfect or you're not as pretty and it's insanely frustrating because it um, leads it fuels the idea of like unrealistic body standards and fat phobia and this can lead to institutional oppression because a lot of people are denied jobs because of the way that they look uh, because they don't look the typical idea of what people believe health is and hospitals can blame the fact that how you look on um, the fact that you're having sort of sort of problems because a lot of the times when I was told um, I weigh a little bit over average and when I went into the doctors I was just told oh it's just because of your weight you're having this problem because of your weight and it oftentimes was not just because of my weight and there's a lot of stuff that went untreated and it and I can't imagine what it would be like if I was somebody who was even bigger than me and it's it must be insanely frustrating um, the movie and modeling industry they fuel a horrible culture um, there's a lack of representation and really it fuels fat phobia and body shaming and a lot of bullying as well. This can lead to internalized this can lead to internalized um, fat phobia and as well as taking actions to to lose weight and could ultimately lead to the development of an eating disorder. And this sort of culture that society fuels is extremely, extremely toxic because there's constantly, there are ads everywhere showing you, take this supplement, lose weight, go on this fast, lose weight, change your diet, eat more healthy. And it's coming at teenagers and young adults from all different angles. And that's not even the worst of it because you get to a certain point where you start to believe that you have to take these actions in store in in order to be validated in order to be pretty in order to be handsome in order to be attractive and it is extremely toxic and it's very very dangerous when you have a lot of teenagers and young adults that are already struggling with low self-esteem i mean as a teenager I, you're constantly, I can speak from personal experience, you're constantly worried about what other people think. And you, hopefully, I'm, you grow out of that as you grow up. But um, it's really, really scary because eating disorders are no joke. They can lead to damaging your body and it can lead to sometimes even death. They're not something to be lightly brushed over or something to be encouraged. And the way that our society sort of perpetuates this is absolutely disgusting. 
And I think it's extremely, extremely important not to feed into it or not to acknowledge any sort of diet or any sort of diet or like um, supplement as being the one fixed problem to losing weight. And I think that people should start to recognize that that becoming healthier or losing weight or just, just really becoming healthier in general is the main aim of diets. It's not to lose weight. If you need to lose weight to become healthier, that that's totally fine. You can do that. But losing weight and being healthy do not they're not the same. They do not equate. And to perpetuate that is extremely, extremely dangerous. Uh, I think it's very important for us to recognize the voices of survivors and to uplift those voices of people who whose actions to uplift the voices of those people who these survivors of eating disorders because people because it's extremely extremely difficult to go through and it's really really scary and sometimes a lot of survivors i've i've read a lot of stories and people say that um, they feel like they don't have control over their mind and that they are sort of losing control in general. And it's really, really scary. Um, That's why it's important to be an ally. It's important to, if you see somebody saying something mean or rude or disrespectful to somebody, um, specifically about really anything, but when it comes to eating disorders about their body or about their body image or anything like that, that to speak up and say something, say, that's not funny, even if you meant it in it as a joke. It's not funny to comment on somebody's appearance to make them sort of the, the butt of the joke. It's not funny because it can lead to severe damage. And little little things that are maybe meant as little microaggressions can really really over time lead to the development of low self-esteem and like i've said before low self-esteem can lead to the actions people taking these actions in order to to supposedly fix the problem when there really is no problem in the first place um There are also other ways to become an ally. You can volunteer at hotlines. There's a lot of hotlines. Um, specifically, I spoke about earlier the organization NAD, uh, the A-N-A-D. I'm not sure if it's spoken as an acronym or I'm not entirely sure, but um, they have a lot of programs where you can go and you can become a a volunteer and you can work hotlines as well as the eating recovery center in Sacramento. Um, you can go to support groups and you can, as well as become like peer, a peer uh, mentor or group leader. It's really important to do your uh, research and keep up to date with different situations and just make sure that you have new current information as well as educating others, um, giving other people those sort of information by starting a conversation. Educate people, make sure that, don't stay silent. This is an issue that needs to be talked about, that people need to know about. 
and it's really, really important to talk about because otherwise a lot of people are suffering in silence and that's just not okay. People need to know that they're not alone, that they have support, that there are people who are willing to help and that there is hope of getting better and that they can do this. And there's a lot of um, celebrities who are specific inspirations, a lot of people who have written songs about it. Um, like I know Demi Lovato has, has, has written a lot of songs about body positivity and specifically, I believe, eating disorder recovery. Um, and it's all bodies are beautiful and it does not matter how much you weigh or what you look like. And yeah, um, there's a lot of don'ts when it comes to being an ally. Don't expect other survivors or people to educate you. Um, as, as an ally, you can take that step and you can go out to educate other people. But if you are wanting to learn and you already want that, don't take somebody else's time or expect a survivor because they have no obligation to educate you. You, as an ally, have an obligation to learn about this and to learn how to be a better ally. Um, don't participate in body shaming or fat phobia. If you see anybody saying anything, I know I said speak up before, but especially do not participate in it. But make sure you don't speak over the voices of survivors um, because as an ally, if you do not have experience with the topic or with eating disorders, anything in general, then your voice should be used to uplift survivors, not to speak over them. Um, and really, really a big one, come back to make sure your information is current, is up to date, and make sure you educate yourself. Um, I'll have a lot of links next to my post. Um, so if you need any sort of like articles or anything like that. Um, and really, if you're struggling, reach out for help, talk to somebody. There are a lot of people here who I know, especially on specifically in campus on Roseville, there's a lot of the wellness center, there's a lot of people who want to help. And if you need a friend to talk to, or if there's anything like happening, I with on campus in Roseville, there's a lot of people who are willing to support. I mean, I'm I'm willing to lend a listening ear and to talk. Um, so, yeah, um, this has been kind of my podcast presentation thing on eating disorders and uh, diet culture.